1887, a group of former slaves ventured into Mississippi swampland, beating back blizzards, mosquitoes, and wild animals to form what would become the first all-black town in America. Mound Bayou had its own government, hospital, schools, even a zoo. Like so many other small towns across America, Mound Bayou's population has dwindled over the past decades. We went to see what the town is like today. I'm Brilliant Bow. I'm Rose Gilbert. Welcome to Jewel of the Delta. Eating healthy is hard. Processed foods often taste better, are cheaper, and are more accessible than fresh produce. This issue is surprisingly widespread in farm towns, where you might expect an ample supply of fruits and vegetables from local farms. Fresh produce is especially scarce in the Mississippi Delta. Though the Delta is known for its rich soil, more than 90% of food consumed in this region is imported. Towns like Mound Bayou are surrounded by miles and miles of agriculture, but little of this is actually edible. Brilliant Bow reports that with all of this farmland, access to fresh food is still an issue. We got a lot of canned trees and all different types of things that are on the farm that you can harvest and things like that. John Coleman is a longtime farmer in the area. He and his family have lived in Mound Bayou for generations. Everybody had a little small patch of land behind the house and grew vegetables uh, like greens. Mound Bayou's rich land and promise of self-sufficiency attracted farmers from across the state when the town was first founded in 1887. The town offered many families that once worked on plantations the chance to own and work their own land. In its heyday, Mound Bayou's 4,000 residents produced thousands of bales of cotton and thousands more bushels of corn each year. If you had greens and you might not have peppers or okra, you can go over to your neighbor house and get those various things. The agricultural scene started to change during the 1960s as mechanization and government subsidies made it easier and more profitable for large commercial farms to sell cash crops. Tractors replaced mules and mechanical cotton harvesters replaced manual cotton pickers. When you rode about uh, through Mississippi and the Delta, you've seen a lot of rice, you've seen a lot of corn, you've seen a lot of cotton, you've seen a lot of soybeans, but you did not see fresh vegetables and things like that. The need for unskilled labor went down, unemployment went up, and many people left the region. Smaller farms were unable to compete on the same scale, and families that once owned farms sold their land. Between 1960 and 1980, the county's agricultural workforce declined by almost 90%. That disconnect between the community and its food source has made it hard for residents to understand why eating healthy is important. A lot of kids don't even know what fresh vegetables come from. They think it's come from Kroger's or Walmart and things like that. Lack of access to healthy and affordable food has been linked to health issues such as obesity, diabetes, and heart disease, all of which are significantly higher in the Delta. More than one in three adults living in the area in 2015 were obese. Availability and access aren't new concerns in Mound Bayou. Back in 1965, a few doctors opened the first federally qualified community health center in the nation. One of their main concerns was nutrition. Families across the county made less than $3 per day on average and were often unable to buy enough food. The center's physicians were among the first to prescribe healthy food to patients as medicine. John Fairman is the current CEO of the Delta Health Center. We had uh, PEDS, OB, uh, 12 nutritionists on the staff, 
Head Start at a 500-acre farm here. That farm was part of a cooperative established to address problems of unemployment and malnutrition. Within the first six months, it produced one million pounds of beans, squash, collard greens, potatoes, and other vegetables. It, uh, it opened up employment opportunities. It opened up nutritional opportunities. It decreased um, malnourishment. It decreased um, malaria. The cooperative eventually faded out and leased its land to the Alcorn State University Demonstration Farm. That's where John Coleman works. He's the farmer we met in the beginning of this episode. In keeping with the cooperative's original mission, he teaches local farmers tools they can use to run their own sustainable farms. The Delta Health Center maintains just eight acres of land now, growing okra, whole peas, cantaloupe, and other fruit that doctors prescribe and that patients can pick. Mechanization has um, been good, but it has displaced a lot of the farm workers that used to work here. You can now take care of a couple of thousand acres with two or three or four people as opposed to a few hundred that you're used to. And so as a result, there's an outflux of uh, people, younger folks, that ends up having a negative impact on the area. Complicating the situation is the fact that there are no grocery stores in town. For milk and meat, you'll have to drive to the Dollar General, about four miles away in Marigold. For fresh produce, you'll have to drive to Walmart or Kroger, both of which are nine miles away in Cleveland. That's a hard distance to travel if you don't have a car, and many people here don't. We went to almost every house in Mount Bay, every house in Winsville, and in Shelby. We went to each house and asked them what they enjoy, us doing fresh fruits and vegetables and selling it to them for a cheaper price so they wouldn't have to go so far just to get what we need here. Tyra Slaughter is a student at Mississippi Delta Community College. Back in 2017, Tyra was one of 23 youth fellows recruited to launch a project run by an organization known as the Delta Fresh Foods Initiative. The initiative brings together growers, consumers, educators, and advocates to teach people about nutrition and food production. Tyra and the other youth fellows spent four weekends conducting surveys to learn more about how their communities consumed food and whether people wanted a mobile market for fresh produce. Majority of everybody said, yes, this is something that we want. So Tyra and the rest of Delta Fresh started planting crops at Alcorn State University with John Coleman and at another local farm. They started selling that produce at the mobile market. People were shocked that we actually came out there after doing all the surveys. Like they thought we, we were just wasting their time, but for us to actually show up, it made them proud and made them happy. And it showed them that we actually do care about our communities. Tyra says young people in the community are taking an interest in conversations about healthy eating and agriculture. She thinks this is critical. To build a sustainable, healthy food system in Mount Bayou, you have to get the next generation to recognize that they have a stake in the process. With Delta Fresh, Tyra and the other youth ambassadors help choose what lessons they want to teach the community, run the mobile market, and attend national youth summits. Children are actually putting forth an effort to push it out there instead of adults because like when people see kids trying to do something like they they be proud. But when adults do it, they they just really be like, okay, like you're an adult, you're supposed to do stuff like that. For Tyra, these lessons are especially important. High blood pressure runs in her family. Delta Fresh has taught her how to eat better and how to share what she's learned with her family and others in the community. She recently applied to attend an agricultural conference, and she's thinking about eventually working on the business side of agriculture. By teaching young people like Tyra that they can play a role in their community, Delta Fresh is tapping into Mountain Bayou's roots in self-sufficiency. 
Elementary schools across the region have started planting gardens, and interest in agriculture classes at a local high school has grown over the past few years. For an agricultural region that has spent years struggling with access to fresh food, the solution might just depend on those roots that made the town so successful when it was first founded. This is Brilliant Bow for Jewel of the Delta. Special thanks to Judy Ballou, Ryan Betts, John Coleman, John Fairman in the Delta Walking Health Center, Tara Slaughter, Shakibra Young, and Tiffany Briggs. In our next episode, black farmers are fighting to keep their land in their own hands. You're listening well, to Jewel of the Delta. So plain to me, but I guess you-